Ephesians 1 3-6 in the Passion Translation of the Bible reads, Every spiritual blessing in the heavenly realm has already been lavished upon us as a love gift from our wonderful Heavenly Father, the Father of our Lord Jesus, all because He sees us wrapped into Christ. This is why we celebrate Him with all our hearts. For and in love, He chose us before He laid the foundation of the universe. Because of His great love, He ordained us so that we would be seen as holy in His eyes with an unstained innocence. 5-6 For it was always in His perfect plan to adopt us as His delightful children, through our union with Jesus, the Anointed One, so that His tremendous love that cascades over us would glorify His grace, for the same love He has for the Beloved, Jesus, He has for us. And this unfolding plan brings Him great pleasure. God loved us so much that He predetermined to give us every spiritual blessing, long before He created the heavens and the earth. Furthermore, the Father's desire was to show us through Jesus Christ that He wanted to adopt us into the family of God, unto Himself. Since it was always in God's plan to adopt us and place His glory upon our lives, we can trust Him to love us, supply all our needs, and look after our physical, mental, and spiritual well-being. Matthew 7:11 says, If you then, being evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Father who is in heaven give good things to those who ask Him? Earthly parents have children who were planned, some not, some wanted, and unfortunately not wanted. But remember, you would never adopt a child you did not wish to. And neither would God. Don't be discouraged by the voice that would say no one loves you or no one cares when you are in your most profound moments of pain, heartbreak, or crisis. God chose to love you before He laid the foundations of the earth. And He is ravished by a single glance of your eyes. Imagine if we were to turn to Him wholeheartedly? In fact, Scripture tells us that it brings the Father much glory to shower us with the same love He poured upon His Son, Jesus. We may be experiencing hardships and troubles, but that doesn't mean God loves us any less. When mankind sinned in the beginning, it opened the door for all the heartache and pain we experience here on earth. Just think, everything unpleasant that we encounter has sin's signature on it. But Jesus came and rewrote the contract. Jesus came as the Father's love letter to us to rest in the reality of God's love. If God's love were a reality, we wouldn't walk in fear. If God's love was real to us, we would not get so bent out of shape when difficult circumstances arise. Furthermore, if God's love was an actual truth we believed, we would find peace in the journey, rest in His plans for us, relax in the fact that He is guiding us, and rest in the belief that His Word will come to pass over your family, work, business, ministry, community, etc. Religion has many of us trying to earn what the Bible clearly says belongs to us. Instead, we must learn to serve God from a place of rest, a place of assurance of His love and who He has called and created us to be. Christ the Lover Do you remember being in school and seeing a boy or girl you liked? You were so fond of them that you decided to write sweet love notes to let them know about your feelings toward them. Similarly, Christ came to earth as heaven's love note to us. Do you remember the TV show Family Matters? Steve Urkel was very obsessed with Laura Winslow. He said he fell in love with her the first time he saw her in kindergarten. He had been trying to shower her with love ever since. It didn't matter if she turned down his love gestures, he still pursued her, even when some of his grand gestures of love were rejected and his heart broken. He was quick to forgive her when she would use him or even mistreat him on occasion. He even endured her dating and falling in love with other guys. He was always there to pick up the pieces of her broken heart. If you watched the series all the way through, Steve and Laura eventually fell in love with each other and got married. Similarly, God has still loved us despite the fact we continually chose sin over Him. Moreover, He is always there to pick up the pieces when we are hurt, disappointed, and broken with life. After all, He is our High Priest, who can be touched by the feelings of our infirmities. 
He was tempted and tested like us. He went through everything we go through, yet without sinning one bit. Hebrews 4:15. His desire for us to lay aside sin, make it our ex-lover and embrace His unconditional love for eternity. Like a bitter ex, sin, Satan, and the flesh keep knocking and can't seem to take no for an answer. Yet God is there patiently, loving us. Desiring for us to live life in His presence. But, He also wants us to get to know Him, just as men and women get to know each other when they are courting. Until that glorious day when Christ marries the Church, His Bride. He said to take my yoke upon you and learn of me, then you will find rest for your souls. Matthew 11:29. He doesn't desire us to be unequally yoked naturally or spiritually. But yoked together with Him by faith. Isaiah 40:22 says God sits, on His throne, upon the center of the earth. He could have set His throne anywhere, but He wanted to be close to us, His beloved. What is reassuring is that the Lord knows all about us and still loves us. Suppose we would wholeheartedly give our hearts to Him. In that case, we can look forward to becoming the Bride of Christ. One day we will be taken out of this environment of sin, sickness, destruction, and death to a place where there is no more sorrow, pain, illness, evil, deception, poverty, lack, death, shame, frustration, or fear. Instead, it is filled with the glory of God. Song of Solomon 4-9 in the Amplified Bible says, You have ravished my heart and given me courage, my sister, my, promised, bride, you have ravished my heart and given me courage with a single glance of your eyes. One glance of our eyes moves the Lord. He is madly in love with us. He is obsessed with us. Our whole existence is to love Him back. Psalms 22-3 says the Lord inhabits the praises of His people. Psalms 22-3 in the Message Version says, God leans back on the cushions of, His people, Israel's praises. Jesus taught His disciples to pray this in Matthew 6:10. Thy kingdom come, Thy will be done in earth, as it is in heaven. Our worship creates a resting place for the presence of God to dwell here on earth as He does in heaven. The older I get, the more I understand why the saints of old talk so much about heaven. It is where we can see the lover of our souls face to face. No forces are vying for our attention, trying to pull us away from the Lord's embrace there. I didn't fully understand at the time because I didn't fully understand the depth of their love for Him. They just wanted to be in His glorious presence. In Revelations 4-8, the four beasts were before the throne of God, covering their eyes, while crying Holy, 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 Lord God Almighty. So we cannot fully behold His glory, yet we should not cease to worship Him and bask in His glory. Romans 8:35 in the Passion Translation says, Who could ever divorce us from the endless love of God's Anointed One? Absolutely no one. For nothing in the universe has the power to diminish His love toward us. Troubles, pressures, and problems are unable to come between us and Heaven's love. What about persecutions, deprivations, dangers, and death threats? No, for they are all impotent to hinder omnipotent love. Verses 37-39 says, Yet even in the midst of all these things, we triumph over them all, for God has made us to be more than conquerors, and His demonstrated love is our glorious victory over everything. 38 So now I live with the confidence that there is nothing in the universe with the power to separate us from God's love. I'm convinced that His love will triumph over death, life's troubles, fallen angels, or dark rulers in the heavens. There is nothing in our present or future circumstances that can weaken His love. 39 There is no power above us or beneath us, no power that could ever be found in the universe that can distance us from God's passionate love, which is lavished upon us through our Lord Jesus, the Anointed One. Remember, in Christ, you are destined for greatness. He has excellent work for you to do here and now in your family, neighborhoods, city, state, country, or across the nations. There is no limit to what God can do in and through you. 
He told Jeremiah, Before I formed thee in the belly, I knew thee, and before thou camest forth out of the womb I sanctified thee, and I ordained thee a prophet unto the nations. Jeremiah 1 5. Through his selfless love, he has a great purpose for your life too. Ephesians 3 16-18 in the NIV says, I pray that out of his glorious riches he may strengthen you with power through his Spirit in your inner being, 17 so that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith. And I pray that you, being rooted and established in love, 18th of may have power, together with all the Lord's holy people, to grasp how wide and long and high and deep is the love of Christ. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature, old things are passed away, behold, all things are become new. 2 Corinthians 5:17. we are justified by faith. In other words, through our faith in God, we are free from the blame, shame, and weights of our past. Similarly, when you fall in love and marry someone, your past relationships and bad choices should no longer be held against you. A surrendered saint of God has a new lease on life because of our faith in Him. With God's love, He has great plans for us. He also offers us His protection, guidance, provision, strength, security, and rest. There is nothing we can't accomplish for the glory of God when we live from that perspective.